Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Stuff About Money podcast. I am your co-host, Eric Garcia, and this is a special mini-series that I am recording with a guest co-host, a friend of mine, Billy Wagner. Don't worry, y'all. Xavier is still with me. Billy owns an insurance agency down in Florida, and we wanted to explore this idea that insurance professionals are givers. My fifth pillar to building financial security is give to others. And Billy and I wanted to have engaging conversations with a diverse group of insurance professionals to hear their journeys of how they're creating legacies for their families and leaving a meaningful impact in their communities through generous acts. And we do all of that in under 12 minutes with each of our guests. So listen in and prepare to be inspired. Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Uh, so great to have uh, Michael Overstreet, one of, one of the givers in the insurance community, and wanted to start out, Michael, by just asking you kind of what's been your inspiration or your motivation for the giving spirit that you have? Yeah. And I would say like probably the other people that you're going to meet with probably have a much greater giving spirit than I have. But like any good person, I would attribute that to probably my parents and to my, to my mother um, growing up. You know, at Christmas was always an exciting time as a child, but my mom always brought it back to helping other people. I remember countless Christmases going out into lesser known parts of town or not lesser known, but um, where they didn't have as much. And we're going out and blessing these families with these huge Christmases and then limiting the Christmas that we get because we're helping other families. So lucky for me, my parents instilled that in me at a very young age. Wow, so so awesome. it sounds like there's like a, um, like that's your modus operandi. You kind of operate from a giving perspective where it's not an event. Thinking of others often, right? Like not just always growing up, not just at Christmas time, but all right, we're going to think about other people. You have this, but let's think about other people. You know, even growing up in my church, you have this, now let's donate some to the church. Let's go and serve other people. So, um, you know, I grew up in Boy Scouts and all of that as well. So yeah, it's just been kind of instilled in me from a very young age. What are, share with us some, maybe some causes or some passion of yours that you, that you find yourself more involved in from a giving perspective, whether it's some charity, nonprofit, whatever it might be. Yeah. So the number one charity that I'd love to support is called Welcome to America Project. I got into it about five years ago. Uh, a good friend of mine had been doing some work with them, and he invited me to come along one Saturday. Um, and Welcome to America Project, what they do is, and it has a cool story. If we have time, I'll tell it. But they help refugees that come into Arizona and that have nothing, right? They come in, they get some apartment that is not furnished. They have no work. They have nothing. Welcome to America Project is almost like a goodwill where they take in your donations and then they go out every Saturday and they donate the furniture, the toys, the cooking necessities, anything like that to these families to get them started because they were just displaced from their home in whatever country they came from. 
Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Tell us a little bit about the story. I'm, I'm curious. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So it was founded by somebody who lost their brother in the 9-11 attacks um, way back in 2001. And they saw, I don't know if you all remember this, but shortly after that, like all of these Middle Eastern people in here in Arizona was bad because, you know, the Middle Eastern people that own the gas stations and stuff, people were going by and like shooting them up or tagging them or destroying them, graffiti, all that stuff. And this family kind of saw the unfair treatment that was being given to these other refugees that have come here and that were peaceful and had nothing to do with the 9-11 attacks, but they were just being unfairly targeted. So this person who lost his brother, he started this Welcome to America project. Um, and from there, it's just grown and evolved. And now they're helping you know thousands of families a year. And it just started from this one person just wanting to do something. So he took something very negative and his brother dying and turned it into what now 20 plus years later is an awesome organization. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Yeah, I love I love that. Uh you're so humble is one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on here because I know you're you, you, that's just how you are but you know I think there's a couple things one is recognizing the person that got you involved in that organization because that's I mean now you're an advocate for that organization going forward which is amazing um but what I wanted to ask you is though is there something unique that you learned you know through that process it, the result of your giving you know kind of been in doing so what did you learn yeah, yeah. So I, I learned a lot. Um, one, I learned to stop complaining <laughs> because <laughs> we don't have it that bad. Um, right. I learned a lot about the refugees, and that's kind of why I got into it because I don't know, four or five, six years ago, whenever I got into it, there was a lot of like political heat, right? Like people talking bad about these refugees. And when I got into it, I realized what these refugees have actually gone through. And they're not just freeloaders coming here to, you know, to, to take our American tax dollars or to take advantage of the system. Um, they're actually, it, it's sad because you see these people that in their home countries are doctors and lawyers, people that with prestigious careers. And then they come here and they're janitors and they're grateful to be janitors, right? But they're just barely scraping by. Um, and so I, I learned that we have all of these refugees coming into our country that can actually be very valuable. And they are actually just normal people like you and I. Um, and so it, it's very important. I, maybe the number one thing is it's important to withhold judgment on people until you understand what they're actually going through. Um, because once you understand that, you realize they're just like you and I, they're just trying to survive. They're just trying to provide that like for their family, like we are. Man, I'm getting chills as you're saying that because my family are refugees. They came in the sixties as refugees and we have family that have come in the past year or so. And I had a cousin who was actually detained in Arizona for three months. Um, and it's just, it's just, you hear these stories of people's yearning for freedom, uh, not even freedom. Like they're not even, they're just like, they want to get out of their situation. So, yes. I mean, uh, 
Real quick on that, Eric, there, I met people that were over 20 years old that had lived in a refugee camp their entire life. They were born in a tent in the middle of the African desert in a refugee camp. And their first time not living in a refugee camp was coming here to Arizona. That's insane. I appreciate what you're saying and, and a ton of respect for that idea of don't pass judgment on people. You don't know their story. You have no idea, no idea what, what they've experienced. So, um, you know, giving takes all kinds of shapes and forms, right? Some people give to, to different types of organizations. This is, this is something a little bit different from, from what would be, I think more mainstream as we think. So what, what are, what's your advice for someone who wants to get involved in some charity? Like where do they start if they're unsure where to go? Yeah. So with, with me, it was my friend, right? He was doing something good and he's like, Hey, come join me. And I said, all right, well, I'm getting mad at all these people talking bad about these refugees. Let me put my money and time where my mouth is and let me go do it. And when I started it, like I was not donating money to this cause. I was the team lead. So every Saturday I was going out and directing these people and showing them how to do it. It cost me no money. So you don't have to have money to be the giving type, right? You can have time and you can go out and give of your service. So I think it's just asking around, find out what you're like passionate about. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I was passionate about protecting these refugees. And then I found how I could go out and actually serve them. So I would say find out what you're passionate about and then don't make it about money, but just go out and serve these people with your time. Passion. Billy, that seems to be a theme. Passion. Yeah. Find what you're passionate about. Yeah. yeah, I like the passion. And then also you had a personal relationship with someone. Yeah. That seems to be another theme as well, Billy, that we're, we're, and, and, and Michael, that we're hearing from people is, what are you passionate about? And there's meaningful things from my own life experience that that I want to be involved in. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I think that's very uplifting to understand that people are introducing other people into these organizations and changing their lives because like you get exposed to something that gives you more gratitude and things like that. So that person, that friend that did that to you made a huge impact on you. Uh, and that's kind of what we're trying to do is encourage others to do that same thing to with what they're passionate about. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, he told me and now I've told there's people in my church that come up to me and say, Hey, I know you're with this organization. What can I do? And they're asking me and now they're going out, they're donating money and supplies and things. So it's just, it's snowballing because of my one friend. Awesome. And then you're one link in that chain. And then God only knows how many other links in that chain because of, of the service that you're doing. So, man, yeah. I appreciate your concern for the refugees, man. That's, that's certainly meaningful uh, to me and my my family's story. Thank you for your example to others. Thank you for taking time to to share with the insurance uh, community. Appreciate it. And mad, mad props on the hat you're wearing. Nola, got to represent. Nola. <laughs> Thanks to you guys. What you're doing is awesome. awesome. So I appreciate you shining a light on it. Awesome. All right, man. Good to Take see care. you as always. All right. Take it easy, guys. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC. 
a registered investment advisor. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial. But you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.